0: We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build-remodeling company, Black Dog Builders, in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire.
1: We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success.
0: All right, so welcome back to another edition of Renovation Made Right. Uh, Glad to have you here. I am David Bryan. And
1: I... And Brenda Bryan. My lovely co host. Yes, and yes. we have been, we're actually uh, doing this recording right before Christmas, the week before Christmas. We are. So, so I am deep in the wrapping and tree trimming and, and all co- the other jolly things.
0: And all the coal giving. We have coal lots giving. of coal for our rotten little children. We do. Yes. And uh, so that's uh, whatever we can do to make them cry on Christmas. We really believe in that yep. as much as possible. We do. Right? We do. So <laughs> we like to make the house look beautiful and then make our children cry. And make our children make our cry. Children cry well. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Right. Yes. So, makes um, for excellent pictures. In fact, we're actually, the, the truth is we are just having a conversation about what we shouldn't be giving our kids because we spoil them too damn much right yeah we do and what we should be holding on to to give them for their birthday later right? yeah so yeah. Um, so listen i wanted to uh just take a second and thank all of those folks who are listening uh we have uh meryl has shared with us that our, our producer has shared with us we got a bunch of downloads going on which is great and we want to thank what's you a, for that uh, so over eight thousand downloads which is pretty cool right for a couple of knuckleheads <laughs> like us Right. I can't
1: believe it. Right. What are you
0: people thinking? Right. Exactly right. Um, so we have, the, and, and unfortunately, we're still trying to figure out because there are so many platforms that people can listen to podcasts on, mm-hmm. we don't actually have a great count on subscribers, but we're, we're working on that. We're okay. working on that. And But regardless, we want to thank everyone who has been listening to us and yep. hopefully getting some value from us. And uh, also thank you for those folks who have been giving us questions. We're always receptive to the questions and, uh, and, uh, and always, by the way, receptive to your comments and feedback and input. We've got a, a bunch of nice reviews which is very kind of you so thank you for all of that mm-hmm. um, and, and if you do like what we're doing here if you want to subscribe uh, that would be great and if you want to let us know how we're doing that would be great so yeah. thank you very much even if
1: it's terrible even if you want to say oh you guys really are just the worst just
0: kind of expect a lot of that but You're it hasn't right. happened that way yet <laughs>
1: well it hasn't I mean no. people are still downloading so yeah. something, we're doing something right exactly I'm not right. sure what it is so
0: it could be that people are listening and saying wow this is a train wreck you got to listen to this I know right, right? so I don't know right. Right. But,
1: it's like a cult classic <laughs> right. like it's so bad it's <laughs> right. good. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, but I tell you what, we wanted to go in a little different direction today. Um, we we do have uh, some topics to talk about in a future show that that are we've got some other questions that we're going to go over. But today, um, I thought we might want to uh, shift gears a little bit and talk uh, DIY. And and there's a there's a little bit of reason behind this as well. Mm-hmm. So um,
1: does everybody know what DIY is? I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, DIY, do it yourself. Yeah. DIY acronym oh. for do it yourself. Yes. Most people should know that. Well, I would think, they unless do. they were under a rock. But, well,
1: some people are under. And a rock. for those people and that I have been under a rock, I apologize if is, I offended you. Is rude. Right? Yeah, so sorry. You know, Fair so.
0: enough. Um, so DIY, uh, FYI is oh. for. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, is uh, is.
1: <laughs> You're an ASS. <laughs> do <doing>, it.
0: <laughs> is doing it, um, uh, doing it yourself. Now, the reason why I thought it might be helpful to talk about just this concept, and maybe even take a couple of shows to do this, is because. One of the side effects of the pandemic um, has been that um, remodeling companies and contractors in general, and subcontractors and suppliers, are all super duper busy. Backed up, right? Because right? everybody's busy.
1: sitting around looking at their four walls, thinking, "Ew, I right. can't believe I live here."
0: Right. And so owning, uh, owning, you know, four different companies that work in the construction space, mm-hmm. all in the residential remodeling space. Uh, we have seen um, a significant uptick in demand, mm-hmm. and um, and that's that's we feel very blessed. That's wonderful. We're thankful for that. However, and by the
1: way, if you're thinking about a career change, <laughs> and you, we need carpenters, <laughs> right. so now's the True. time.
0: Um, and and so, uh, but that's been great. But we're not, you know, a, a, at the end of the day, a, a rising tide lifts all boats. But the problem is there are not enough boats, right? Right, and so. Uh, people are finding that as they're going out to service providers and talking about projects with people, um, that they're going to find that availabilities are are crazy. Uh, yeah, right? mm-hmm. um,
1: and, and Lead times are going out and right.
0: Yep. Some of the some of the situations are maybe even a little more obvious. Some of the almost like indulgences, if you will, like pools. If you're a pool contractor, mm. you're booked out for years. People in the beginning, uh, like in the in the spring as people were realizing, holy cow, we're going to be stuck at home, let's try to, let's try to, we've been thinking about that pool for years, let's go ahead and pull the trigger. Right. Well, that happened really quick. Yep. And really quick, the pool guys were like, okay, we're slammed. We're done, we're right. done no, right? We can't do anymore. In and
1: fact, uh, one of our neighbors, so I was having a discussion, said, you know, we called the pool person because we wanted one they, in the pool. A couple of them, a bunch of them ref- returned phone calls, and then uh, a which is a, which is a good were, way to do business. Yeah, right. and and a couple of them were like, yeah, if it's less than hundred grand, we don't even want to talk to you. Right. like like literally, that right. was the entry price to even have a conversation. Right,
0: and and you know, I, for, as a business person, I obviously think that's a pretty short-sighted perspective because mm. the, because the good Lord willing, COVID will not be here forever, yes. and you'll be looking for those uh, average projects, right. right? But but in the inter- on, on some level, I also do understand, you know, that. that that person is saying, "Listen, I've only got so many crews. I can only do so many projects in the course of a year. It, it's a better business decision uh, in the short term to do the most valuable projects, mm-hmm. right? But then you're on the outside looking in when people when things get back to normal. But Correct. regardless, that that's just a a small example, but I, I think um, that ripples throughout the rest of the industry um, for residential remodeling as well. And so, I think." As so, there are some situations where people are reaching out about projects and finding out the lead times, or even just like you said on the pool contractor, mm. uh, you know, people are contractors are not returning calls, right? Yeah. Um, as we have talked about in previous shows, the remodeling industry is dominated by very small companies, mm-hmm. lar- a large number of very small companies, yep. which means that in most cases. Um, the remodeling contractors wear a lot of hats. the The owner of the company is doing a, a bunch of things, from from answering the phone to sales to estimating to accounting to swinging a hammer to yep. project managing all that stuff. And they right? get overwhelmed. And they get overwhelmed. And, bec- and because and,
1: and sometimes they just think, oh, I got enough business. Right. I don't need to call this person and, back. And that's Which, not good. Again, is foolishness. Right. That's but, not. That's not a good way. But there you
0: are. But that's a problem. And and the other problem is because the marketplace is dominated by a large number of small companies it does not take a ton of work for each small company Mm -hmm. to get Mm -hmm. filled up or get overflowed right and then uh, and and then you get into situations where you have uh newer contractors who see this as a huge opportunity and now they're like okay i'm going to grow my company that's an admirable goal right Mm -hmm. but um it doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't it, it takes a lot of skills to make that happen and And in the process, I think there's a lot of mistakes that get made. And they're like, okay, you know what? I was running two projects at a time, and that worked well. I could double my business if I run four projects at a time. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a big gap. Mm-hmm. Between what it's like to run two projects and what's like to run four projects, it's like right?
1: The difference between having two children and four children, which is a huge gap. Yeah. You have to switch his own defense.
0: Exactly, no man to man. No,
1: no man to man. No man to man. Right, exactly. It's a whole different psychology.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or, or, you can just use duct tape and tape them to chairs. Yeah. that or, works. Or well Velcro. Too. Right, Velcro works too. Mm-hmm. So, but if so, bottom line is that if you are thinking about the remodeling process of uh, a project in some of some type, there's all these different, um, all these different. I don't know, undercurrents or all these different things that are going on within the industry that are going to make it a little bit more challenging, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and by the way, that's another thing I hadn't even thought about uh, just to talk about. If you are still pursuing a professional contractor to do a project, I would start speaking with them. And, and in your interview process, and this is not something that I think we talked about much in um, – in the screening process, some of our earlier shows were helping people. Uh, you know, a lot of our show focus is on trying to help people not have a bad experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, that's kind of put in a negative way. Yeah, it have is. Have a good experience. <laughs> it is. Yeah, sorry about that. Have a good experience. Um, and uh, we want it to not completely suck. For right. You. Exactly. Um, and so, uh, so that's another good thing to talk to a contractor about, which is how many projects are they running at a time, and how many projects were they running at a time last year right mm-hmm. or, or two mm-hmm. years ago right mm-hmm. what, what's what's their what's their wheelhouse right what what's their comfort zone right so if, if all of a sudden they're trying to blow their company up because the demand is there right you could get um, bit in the petard yeah. uh, with a bad experience there right so um, now so that, that, that's why we thought you're going to there are those folks who are going to run into uh, the marketplace challenges and then say you know what we still want what we want we still want a project done how, can, how else can we do it and one way you can do it is by DIY,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Um, and so there are some projects that...
1: Which, by the way, for you slow people, that's still do-it-yourself.
0: <laughs> FYI. Yes. Um, so <laughs> there are uh, there are a lot of projects that can work well for do-it-yourselfers, and there are some projects that really shouldn't Um, be tackled unless you have a reasonably good skill set right Uh, and the truth is by the the, way
1: YouTube is your friend I was just gonna say that that's so true it's unbelievable right you can actually teach yourself to do just about anything these days
0: like I remember three summers ago I caught a fish that I had never caught before and it's a different physiology than the fish that I've been catching for a long time Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to fillet it YouTube knew how to fillet, right? <laughs> so I didn't. I, I, I watched the YouTube video. I was like, "Oh, okay, I can do it just like that. Right. worked perfectly." So that is true. YouTube is a huge asset um, today for the DIY community, mm-hmm. right? And like I
1: just tiled my my backsplash. Never yeah. had done a tile job before. Right. A little YouTubing. I was and it looks amazing. It does. If it I does, do so, right? So myself. And,
0: and and truthfully, I reference it all the time for products that I'm unfamiliar with. We, mm-hmm. you know, I was uh, in in one of our showrooms. We had a problem with a commercial door uh, closer not doing the job right. And you know, there's a lot of adjustments you can use to make a commercial door close properly or not. But the truth is, you're really kind of guessing. And mm-hmm. how many turns do what they do? And right. you know, and so and, and so, you know, a quick look at the manufacturer's YouTube video about adjustments, and I was in business, mm-hmm. right? So. What kind of projects do you think, uh, Brent, are are viable good projects for clients to think about? i uh, not clients. Pardon me for for listeners to think about when they come into the idea of saying, "Let's," you know, we we still need a new kitchen or we still need whatever right. it is, right? What What do you think are good projects?
1: So, consider? so if you if you want to go down the DIY route, I wouldn't start with a kitchen, if only because most homes only have one. So as soon as you rip it out, you got a problem. You're committed, right? You know, you could start with you know things like you know a tile project or something where it is of limited scope, of limited time. Um, you're not going to bite off more than you can chew. Um, I think that's always a good place to start. Or, for instance, <clears throat> excuse me, um, if you have three bathrooms in your house and you have a powder room that you want to start on. Um, that's a great one to start with, right? Because right. it's small, you've got other toilets you can use. If it's out of commission for, you know, you think, oh, I'll be done with this in a month. But if it stretches to six, you're still okay. Right, right. Um, so you need to really think about, you know, am I going to miss whatever this this area is if I if it takes longer than I expected?
0: Right, what am I doing to my quality of life based on the projects that I choose and right. based on the timeline that I think I can work in? Right. right? Because, you're, because the likelihood is you have a, a job, right? And then not only do you have a job, it's likely that you have a job inside your house mm-hmm. right now. Right, right now. And yeah. so um, and so that's another compounding factor. So I want to, I want to take it from a little different direction because I don't want to depending on the listener, so I didn't
1: give you the answer you wanted.
0: No, 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 I no, I think it's a good answer, but I also think that we can give people some better information about how they could potentially tackle a more meaningful project. But I think like let's just take a kitchen as an example, mm-hmm. right? I wouldn't personally look at a kitchen as undoable by uh, a smart homeowner, right? Mm-hmm. An intelligent homeowner. However, I would look at parts of a kitchen as undoable, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and the bigger picture is, I think, project planning, right? The, um, the worst thing I think you can do is sort of ready, fire, aim. And I mm-hmm. think way, way too many homeowners do that because they get jazzed about a project, they get excited about a project, and then they just pull the trigger, right? right. And what is the first thing they do when they pull the trigger? Oh, demo. Demo. Right. So it's so. I'm always great. It's actually cathartic. You yeah. can bust all kinds of stuff up, have a big time. And and, and uh, but it's funny, you know, about two hours into it, you're like, wow, this is like work. Yeah. Right. It, exactly. it is. Right. <laughs> you're like, what did I do? And, and I, we literally have clients um, come to our cabinet showroom to buy cabinetry who are DIYers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are now beginning a conversation with us about cabinet design and purchasing after they, they demo, demo- I, I, kid, I kid you not, they mm-hmm. actually got all jacked up. I'm not sure whether it was wine or beer that might have been involved or what's going on, <laughs> but they get all jacked up, they demo their kitchen, and then they go out and talk to a designer.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: guess what? Cabinet lead times are, you know, for a decent cabinet, on yep. the low end, four weeks. On the yep. normal end, six to eight weeks. Right. right?
1: Unless, unless, you know, you can go to Ikea and you can buy stuff stock and you can screw it all together. So today. That, no, no. I
0: bet you can't today. I bet you're going to find tremendous limitations. Really? In, in inventory, huh. right? Um, and uh, and that's, again, you know, like the off-the-shelf stuff is not – there's not much on the shelf. No. Right? Yeah, that's true. And uh, and so I, I think – so my point in that is that regardless of the project you choose to tackle, uh, there are a few things I think that you want to be thinking about carefully. One is just in general project planning, mm-hmm. right? So think about – uh, think about the project in a, in a sort of a holistic way and think about okay, what are the things that are likely to be roadblocks? Mm-hmm. And what are the things, and we've talked about this in previous shows as well, what's, what's sort of the one thing that should come ahead of everything else? And what would, you, what would you think that is, Boo? Oh, design. Design.
1: Now, I only say that because I'm a designer, and of course, we think we're the center of the universe.
0: <laughs> and you are. We are. The sun does rise and set. <laughs> however, um, however, that's super, super important, right? So that so what you decide to do with your kitchen uh, and ha- it drives and informs a ton of other choices. Mm-hmm. Maybe it might drive and inform you know, how many appliances you want to replace or if you want to introduce a new appliance into your kitchen if you don't have one or... Yep. Um, and do maybe you have to
1: do electrical work? Will you have to, like, move plumbing? Right, right.
0: right. It, you know, could, could you get... If you work with a smart designer, you could get a substantially better kitchen in the same footprint mm-hmm. without a lot of changes or you might get a substantially better kitchen in the same footprint with a few tweaks. Mm-hmm. Maybe your sink does need to move, right, right, a little bit. Or maybe it needs to move a lot, mm-hmm. right? Um, but, but start... Or maybe
1: it doesn't, right? Maybe... It, like, here's, here's the beauty thing when you start talking about um, DIY projects is, you know, you could do a remove and replace. Sure. Um,
0: remove and replace being that we just take out what's there, put in new stuff. But and it's, it's all in the same spot. Right, right. Exactly.
1: You know, the fridge stays in the same spot. Well, the beauty of, of that kind of uh, approach is that you get an entirely new looking space. Right. It may not improve your functionality, but there are definitely things you can do to your functionality. But what that does is it means you don't have to move your electrical. You don't have to move your plumbing. You kept it simple. Yeah, you kept it simple. And it's much more attainable for you as a homeowner to do yourself.
0: Right. Or maybe you're one of those DIYers who, once again, got a little too excited, a little too early and decided, I just want to do something. And the something you chose was flooring.
1: Right. right you got a brand
0: new floor in your kitchen Yep. you're pretty much relegated to the same footprint Yep. right i actually
1: if, did a project a few years ago for for some clients that yep. put all new flooring down and it was beautiful and then they were like yeah and now, now, now the kitchen, kitchen sucks so we had to work around like literally you know right. exactly where the floor was and you know what we made it work
0: right it, but but i will tell you that that we would we would advised that that's the backward way to do oh, it. Oh, it's totally right? the backward way to do and, it. And and you want to think about the big things first, big things being like cabinetry and, mm-hmm. and so forth and then and work around the little things as mm-hmm. you go, right? So, um, so I think, you know, that's that's a big deal. You start with design first and then think about the project plan and think about okay, what ne- what needs to happen for all the pieces to come together and and then, you know, stage the project. You, meaning When I say stage the project, meaning like you've made all your choices and preferably you've bought your stuff, right? Before you take out the old kitchen, your cabinetry is in the garage or in the living room or in the dining room or somewhere. Right, right. You're ready to go. But it's in the house. Yeah. Right? Um, And if it's not in the house, delivery is a week out. Imminent. Or whatever. Right? And so, um, so I think that's a big deal. I cannot tell you how many people got their spaces first. And then, and then, are feeling under pressure to right. get material, and that's there's no reason for that to happen. There's no need for that, right? Right. So you want to try to be in, you know, be in a place where um, you've got sort of all the important things lined up, and then you're ready to roll, mm-hmm. right? Now let's just t- spend a minute uh, talking about um, the kind of things within a kitchen remodel, as an example. And this, by the way, a ton of these same thoughts translate well to bathroom models. So that's the the truth is those are the two most popular projects yep, in the house, right? they
1: definitely are. Because everything um, else people think they can handle, right? right. You, you paint, you write, like a, a lot right. of the stuff you're not taking down walls. You're just sprucing it up.
0: Right, exactly. But by the way, even, even on the paint side of things, I'd encourage you go back to YouTube. Um, you, you know, painting is an art. Uh, you know, painting is a, a good paint oh, job makes yeah. or breaks the deal, right? And, and they and
1: there are ways of doing it exactly. cleanly and efficiently and there are ways of making a mess and right. yeah
0: right. If, if you hire a professional painter you don't see blue tape coming out you know professional painters know how to cut in
1: well okay they right? do know how to cut in but you know what uh, you're not going to necessarily learn that skill in a YouTube video I so totally... I'm a big fan of the blue tape Well frankly. right
0: but I but the point is there are there are tips and tricks and techniques that you can that you can learn from to take your hard work and make it look nice at the end as mm-hmm. opposed to taking your hard work and make it look eh,
1: eh, right, you know, exactly. that's, not, eh
0: that's not what we're looking for. right? So um, in terms of the kinds of things that we would encourage people to not tackle individually, like with their own hands, um, a lot of those are the what I would consider the licensed trades,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Um, such as?
1: Can we just back up? Sure, let's back up. Um, one thing I want to, I, I do, because you just got back on the topic of things that you want to hire out, design. Yes, um, yeah. great. I, did, I, I think I think this is really important because um, you know everybody thinks that oh I work in my kitchen every day I'll know how to design it and the truth is no I drive a car every day I would not be I would not be able to design a <laughs> I car. I love that
0: analogy. Well, yeah, That's I mean you word. think
1: about it like okay design design a car. no right I might say I'd like it to be red right. Or I'd like it to have black interiors, but I don't know how, like how far do I put the stick shift from, you know, if I'm sitting there, right? Like if you talk about really the nuts and bolts of of using a car, I would have no idea how to design it. There's professionals who do this stuff and they know know the ergonomics of the human body and and how you interact and blah, blah, blah. And it's the same thing with a good designer. And I only know this because when I was 24 years old, before I, I went back to school for design, I designed... My kitchen. And And
0: we thought it was amazing.
1: We did. And it was horrible. Awful. Horrible. Like, I can look back on it now and go, that was the crappiest kitchen in existence. I was so happy. You know, we bought all our cabinets at at a lumberyard. We sure did. And, you know, we installed them all. They're beautifully installed. It was not a problem. But the issue was, it was a really poorly designed kitchen. Right. And I didn't know any better.
0: Right. Exactly, and so, I, so that, I think that means that you know that speaks to the fact that um, you, you want to be with somebody who has the latest knowledge, um, who knows their product line well, mm-hmm. right? And 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 good design uh, doesn't cost any more than bad design, right? It, you're not going to pay a premium to work with somebody that knows what they're doing. The capital costs is going to be the cabinet costs, mm-hmm. right? You can select, and most most places can guide you in different pricing groups, right? So so you might you might choose a very, you know, uh, low price stock cabinet or you can and do the do the design on that or you may choose a premium cabinet that that's a separate issue but you the basic also, design right. is really the is really what's important. And,
1: and you can also by the way hire a designer that's not selling cabinetry at all, true, Right. True. You know, you can actually just go out go on the the National Kitchen and Bath website, nkba.org and find a list of certified kitchen designers or certified bath designers. And hire them just to do the design work. And as long as you say, listen, I'm going to be working with a stock cabinet, um, my budget's really low. They're going to be able to give you pointers in terms of how to make that work. So, really, the bottom line is y- you do want some help there. You right. will come out with a much better product in the end if you if you use somebody who knows what they're talking
0: about. That's exactly right. And, and I think, yeah. Th- so that's a that's a big deal. You're right to back up and you're right to highlight that um, that that the importance of, of that deal right? or of making of making that. Um, Commitment to good design, yep. right? And and you know, in, in addition to that, you're gonna there's a lot of nuances within how a good designer can help you get maybe a kitchen in the exact same footprint that's just a smarter kitchen right. because now. You know, you don't have any uh, base cabs you're crawling into to pull all the stuff out those of. Those terrible blind you, things. Yeah, or you don't yeah. have a corner of the cabinet that's completely useless mm-hmm. for you. All of those things that you might be frustrated with and struggling with in a current kitchen, those can go away, and they can go away for not a lot more money. Mm-hmm. They can go away just for a little bit more knowledge, mm-hmm. right? So yep. circling back to the stuff that you should not do.
1: I think I think what we're going to have to do is split this into two. Okay. Podcasts, because... We don't really want to make you fall asleep if we continue <laughs> on this on this well, thing. So,
0: well, and we have more to do that we're going to fit into. Yeah, it yeah, the time, yeah. Right? There's okay. just like so much to talk about. It's so so exciting. So we'll have this be a part one. Part one, right? And then part two will be picking up shortly after this. Yeah, sounds right? good. So you have been listening to Renovation Made Right. I am David Bryan.
1: I am Brenda Bryan. And
0: thank you for uh, for subscribing, and thank you for being with us. And we look forward to uh, to being with you for our next show.
1: Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.